God Said, Man Said is an unusual organization. We do not have any earthly business model. Some would be surprised to know that God Said, Man Said has no, as in zero, paid employees. Every dollar that is donated, if in the U.S., is tax-deductible, and nearly 100% of the money is used to purchase souls. Ecclesiastes 10.19, But money answereth all things. That statement is absolutely true. It's not just money, as people often say. Money is gained by someone's labor, and you traded part of your life to get it. An employee sells his or her time to an employer to earn a paycheck. Money is a piece of your life, and you have sold your time to get it. Once you've spent your time, it cannot be replaced. Time is a non-renewable resource. At God Said, Man Said, we take kingdom cash very seriously. For some, this will be hard to fathom, but in the last six months, God Said, Man Said has purchased a soul for $1.71 U.S. per head. We count a soul on our soul counter when one visits the feature Further with Jesus on our website. This feature is not advertised in our soul-winning campaigns during the prelude of every God Said, Man Said feature. Those who are not born again are encouraged to surrender their life to Jesus Christ by clicking on to Further with Jesus for childlike instructions and immediate entry into the kingdom of God. When a person accepts the invitation, they are counted. This is not to be confused with merely a visit to the website. Imagine, in addition to having no payroll, God said, man said, pays no rent, no utilities, no taxes, no insurance, no website development costs, no translating fees, no editing fees, no narrating fees, no studio fees, and no management fees with the exception of small digital support fees and an annual accounting review, God Said, Man Said has no expense. Nearly every dollar donated purchases souls for Christ. You very rarely hear mention of money here. We don't need it. But if you want to purchase lost souls for Christ with recycled mud, your money, there are indeed few ministries upon this earth who can make such claims as you have just read. Wow, a soul on the God Said, Man Said soul counter for just $1.71. Remember, just one blood-bought soul is worth more than the aggregate wealth of the entire earth and its universe. Could it be so crazy big? <laughs> yes, it is. If you want to purchase souls, please click the yellow Donate button near the bottom of the God Said, Man Said homepage. The link takes you to a secure site outside of God Said, Man Said. Dear visitor, are you born again? Jesus states in John 3, 3 the following. Jesus answered and said unto him, Verily, verily, I say unto thee, Except a man be born again, he cannot see the kingdom of God. We are interested in purchasing your soul for Jesus Christ. In just a few moments, I will invite you to follow me in a simple prompt. And if you do, everything will change for you today. You will be born again, born a literal second time, this time of the Spirit of God. Today, all your sin and guilt will be washed away by Christ's cleansing blood. You will be a new creature. 
Today, all of Satan's bondages in your life will be broken, no matter how insurmountable they appear. You will be clean and free. Make your personal impression on the God Said, Man Said Soul Counter. Here is the prop I promised. Click on the Further with Jesus for childlike instructions and immediate entry into the kingdom of God. Hallelujah, man. This is a big deal. Click now. Now for today's subject. God said, Genesis chapter 1, verse 3, And God said, Let there be light, and there was light. God said, Psalms 33, verse 6, By the word of the Lord were the heavens made, and all the host of them by the breath of his mouth. God said, Revelation 20, 11 through 15, And I saw a great white throne, and him that sat on it, from whose face the earth and the heaven fled away, and there was found no place for them. And I saw the dead, small and great, stand before God, and the books were opened. And another book was opened, which is the book of life. And the dead were judged out of those things which were written in the books according to their works. And the sea gave up the dead which were in it, and death and hell delivered up the dead which were in them. And they were judged, every man according to their works. And death and hell were cast into the lake of fire. This is the second death. And whosoever was not found written in the book of life was cast into the lake of fire. Man said, These Sunday school Christians are laughable. <laughs> they actually believe their imaginary God spoke everything into existence with just words. <laughs> wow, how stupid. Now the record. Welcome to God Said, Man Said, feature 1,152 that will once again contend for the marvelous inerrancy and supernatural authorship of the majority text, Holy Bible. All of these faith-building features are archived here in text and streaming audio for your edification and as bait for the fishers of men. Every Thursday Eve, God willing, they grow by one. Thank you for coming. May God's face shine upon you with light and truth. The entirety of this website, every feature, focuses on the utter primacy of God's words. This, the first feature in the short series, will draw together some amazing foundational thoughts from past features and lay in additional marvels that will not just awe us, but will also be marvels that I can use in a staggering and miraculous way. This teaching will not yield to casual attention. Take your time. The mastery of words is the calling of the blood-bought. We are wordsmiths, and just as a blacksmith makes things out of iron and steel, our words produce present and eternal results, and they surely make things. Consider James 3, 2. If any man offend not in word, the same is a perfect man, and able also to bridle the whole body. The students of the beautiful book regularly come across strange groupings of words which are a clear sign to stop, look, and listen. Example, the Word of God speaks of the earth and the heavens in Hebrews 1, 10 through 12. Verse 12 ominous, ominously states, And as a vesture shalt thou fold them up. Isaiah 40, verse 22 also speaks of the earth. 
It is he that sitteth upon the circle of the earth, and the inhabitants thereof are as grasshoppers, that stretcheth out the heavens as a curtain, and spreadeth them out as a tent to dwell in. Now consider Revelation 6:14. And the heaven departed as a scroll, when it is rolled together, and every mountain and island were moved out of their places. Strange and seemingly impossible statements went ten thousands of years ago, but now science speaks of the fabric of space and theorize that space can be torn. Example, in Genesis, the Word of God announces that humanity came from one common father, father and one common mother who are named Adam and Eve. Until just the past few decades, evolution, the god of carnal academia, railed upon such an idea, labeling it as example of Sunday school foolishness. Unfortunately, microbiology came and knocked them on their ear when it was discovered that all mankind upon the earth today came from, shocker, one common mother and one common father. Their scientific names? <laughs> MTDNA Eve and Y chromosome Adam. Example. The Old Testament is replete with the prophecies of Christ, beginning with Genesis chapter 1 and continuing through the last book of the Old Testament, Malachi. You'll find a strange grouping of words that defied understanding when written, but today is commonly understood among the saints. Many prophecies of Christ concern his death, such as Psalms 22, verse 16, which describes his crucifixion. For dogs have compassed me, the assembly of the wicked have enclosed me, they pierced my hands and my feet. This prophecy was penned approximately 1,000 years before this world-changing event took place on Calvary. The Old Testament prophet Amos prophesies of a bizarre event to come, the sun going dark at noonday. This event takes place while Jesus, the mediator, is suspended on the cross between heaven and earth. Mark 15:33 and when the sixth hour was come there was darkness over the whole land until the ninth hour. Around eight, around, excuse me around 800 years prior to the crucifixion Amos wrote chapter 8 verse 9 and it shall come to pass in that day, saith the Lord God, that I will cause the sun to go down at noon, and I will darken the earth in the clear day. Another strange grouping of words is found in the prophecy regarding the Lord's virgin birth, which was penned by Isaiah around 800 years prior. Isaiah seven fourteen. Therefore the Lord himself shall give you a sign. Behold, a virgin shall conceive and bear a son, and shall call his name Emmanuel. A very strange, if not the strangest grouping of words, concerns the singularity, the foundation and source of all life and its cognizance. The Bible records that we were literally spoken into existence by God's words of intent, and that all things consist and are held together by his words. Listen as God is described in John 1, 1. In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. The Word was God, and His Word reigns supreme over all that is or ever can be. Psalms 138, verse 2. I will worship toward thy holy temple, 
and praise thy name for thy loving kindness and for thy truth, for thou hast magnified thy word above all thy name. Consider what Revelation 19.13 has to say about Jesus Christ. And he was clothed with a vesture dipped in blood, and his name is called the Word of God. The Word of God declares that God created all things by Christ Jesus, Hebrews 1, verse 2. Jesus Christ created all things by the Word of His Father. The singularity is God's words of intent. Psalms 33, 6, By the Word of the Lord were the heavens made, and all the host of them by the breath of His mouth. All things are made by words. In the creation chapter, Genesis chapter 1, the phrase, and God said, is repeated nine times. Here the template of all life and its dialogue is established. It is entirely a word issue. If it is true that everything is a word issue, we should see proof everywhere, and we certainly do. The concept written in God's Word thousands of years ago that all things are a product of just words was once considered truly mad, but not anymore. Science understands that words, information, are not energy or matter. Words are spiritual and are a separate and distinct category. A cardinal law of science, known as the first law of thermodynamics, or the law of conservation states, simply, that matter cannot be created or destroyed. The original created quantity will always be the same. This law was clearly stated 3,000 years ago in Ecclesiastes chapter 3, verse 14, long before thermodynamics was ever defined. It reads, I know that whatsoever God doeth, it shall be forever. Nothing can be put to it nor anything taking, taken from it, and God doeth it, that men should fear before him. Science now knows that all matter, all physical things, are made by energy. Further, basically all energy comes from photons, light packages from the sun. Light makes all matter. Once again, they find themselves knock, knock, knocking on heaven's door, for the Bible declares God is light. 1 John chapter 1, verse 5, This then is the message which we have heard of him, and declare unto you that God is light, and in him is no darkness at all. God is light. Strange grouping of words. God is the source of all energy. He is light. As a result of the latest efforts of quantum physics and quantum consciousness, scientists now theorize that soon it will be discovered that words of knowledgeable intent will be proven to create energy to create light. When they reach the conclusion that words of intent create light, they will once again find themselves knocking on heaven's door. The Bible clearly states that words of intent precede the entrance of light. Note the words in the following verses. Genesis 1-3, And God said, Let there be light. And there was light. Psalms 119, 130. The entrance of thy words giveth light. It giveth understanding unto the simple. Psalms 119, 105. Thy word is a lamp unto my feet and a light unto my path. It should be noted that God is the word as well as the light. And these two, light and words, are interchangeable. Science is now beginning to understand and confirm that principle as well. 
The absolute primacy of words is everywhere, and there should be an abundance of proof available to support this. Of course, you know there is. Our DNA carries the necessary information to build life. When scientists first discovered DNA, they were truly astonished because they found DNA to be language-based. DNA gives its building instructions for life using a four-letter alphabet arranged into words, sentences, paragraphs, chapters, books, and volumes. What's truly amazing is that science can now read that book. This marvelous book builds the proper organs, systems, and body parts that can consume and process all the needed building materials, such as light, oxygen, water, and dirt-based foods. It should not shock you to hear that all of these materials are word-based products. I know it sounds infantile, but it's true. We eat a hole in the ground, and when we die, we return to the earth and fill the hole. The whole process is a word issue, I mean all the way. If the Bible is correct, then God spoke everything into existence with his knowledgeable, laden words of intent and maintains it with the same. The following excerpt is from Dr. Michael Gillen's book, Believing is Seeing. We scientists believe the universe is pushed and pulled by four different forces. The strongest one, aptly named the strong force, holds together atomic nuclei the way corn syrup holds together popcorn balls. The strong force is at the very core of our physical being. It's what holds us together. Without it, poof, we disintegrate and blow away like dust in the wind. And that's not all. The strong force is a profound mystery. It originates deep within atomic nuclei out of sight in what we call quarks, the invisible and enigmatic components of protons and neutrons. No one's ever seen a quark. And if QCD is correct, no one ever will. Using the most powerful particle accelerators in the world, we bombarded the heck out of atomic nuclei in hopes of busting loose the quark, but with no luck, end quote. Without the mysterious strong force, we would all go poof and simply disappear. The Bible, as you should certainly expect, solves the profound mystery of the strong force. Two thousand years ago, the following verses were penned. Colossians 1, 16 and 17. How's this for strange grouping of words? For by him were all things created that are in heaven and that are in earth, visible and invisible, whether they be thrones or dominions or principalities or powers. All things were created by him and for him, and he is before all things, and by him all things consist. Hebrews 1, 1 through 3. God, who at sundry times and in divers manners, spake in time past unto the fathers by the prophets, hath in these last days spoken unto us by his Son, whom he hath appointed heir of all things, by whom also he made the worlds, who being the brightness of his glory and the express image of his person, and upholding all things by the word of his power, when he had by himself purged our sins, sat down on the right hand of the majesty on high. All things consist and are held together by the word of his power, the ultimate, glorious, and hallelujah, big-time strong force, Jesus Christ the righteous, and his name is called the Word of God. This is entirely a word issue. 
In a desk drawer in my office, it's a death certificate for my grandfather, who passed many years ago. Since his passing, he has returned to the dust from which he came. His wife, my grandmother, along with his sons and daughters, have all since died and returned to dust. So, too, have gone my grandfather's possessions, his car, his clothing, even his house have all returned to dust. All the remains of my grandfather on this earthly plane is a piece of paper, a word document. He has been reduced to words, for in reality, that is all that he was. If the Lord tarries, we will all be reduced to a word document as far as terra firma is concerned. This is perfectly fine, for in essence, we are words. Joshua, mighty champion of God, has a book of the Bible that carries his name. This mighty champion led Israel across the Jordan River into the Promised Land, which was filled with ferocious enemies, and the giants, the sons of Anak, Numbers 13.33. And there we saw the giants, the sons of Anak, which came of the giants, and we were in our own sight as grasshoppers, and so we were in their sight. The book of Joshua chronicles the battles and the conquest of Canaan land step by step as Joshua follows the leading of God. Joshua died and returned to the dirt, along with his wife and children, around 3,500 years ago. The great battle, starting with Jericho and its fabled walls, the blood, sweat, and tears that followed, all of it has been reduced to a word document, the book of Joshua. All that is of this life returns unto the dirt from whence it came, the very dirt they came into existence with, and God said. One day soon, this piece of paper that we have become will be resurrected along with our bodies to stand before God at a place called the Great White Throne Judgment. This is the ultimate finality regarding this life's events, and it will be one staggering word event. Watch the following verses closely. Revelation twenty eleven through 15. And I saw a great white throne, and him that sat on it, from whose face the earth and the heaven fled away, and there was found no place for them. And I saw the dead, small and great, stand before God, and the books were open. And another book was open, which is the book of life. And the dead were judged out of those things which were written in the books according to their works. And the sea gave up the dead which were in it, and death and hell delivered up the dead which were in them, and they were judged, every man according to their works. And death and hell were cast into the lake of fire. This is the second death. And whosoever was not found written in the book of life was cast into the lake of fire. It's all about books. It's all about words. It's all about me and you and our words that are recorded in God's books. Can you imagine that God's entire creation described in the Bible's book of Genesis will be reduced to a simple word document? Earlier you read Hebrews 1, 10 through 12. And thou, Lord, in the beginning hast laid the foundation of the earth, and the heavens are the works of thine hands. They shall perish, but thou remainest, and they shall wax old as doth a garment. And as a vesture shalt thou fold them up, and they shall be changed, but thou art the same, and thy years shall not fail. It is entirely a word issue from start to finish and on into eternity. Creation itself is reduced 
to a very simple Word document. This is the end, saints, and learning to talk is a very big deal. Proverbs 18.21, Death and life are in the power of the tongue, and they that love it shall eat the fruit thereof. Words are the entire issue. It is time to start talking tough. The ultimate primacy of God's words that have been and are being fitted to our lips will become gloriously obvious in this short series. From the cradle to the grave and beyond, it is a word issue. The idea penned thousands of years ago that all things were spoken into existence by God's words was ridiculed and maligned by the so-called wisest among us, but not anymore. Psalms 107.2, let the redeemed of the Lord say so, whom he had redeemed from the hand of the enemy. God said, Genesis chapter 1, verse 3, and God said, let there be light, and there was light. God said, Psalms 33, verse 6, by the word of the Lord were the heavens made, and all the host of them by the breath of his mouth. God said, Revelation 20, 11 through 15, and I saw a great white throne. And him that sat on it, from whose face the earth and the heaven fled away, and there was found no place for them. And I saw the dead, small and great, stand before God, and the books were open. And another book was open, which is the book of life. And the dead were judged out of those things which were written in the books according to their works. And the sea gave up the dead which were in it, and death and hell delivered up the dead which were in them, and they were judged every man according to their works." And death and hell were cast into the lake of fire. This is the second death. And whosoever was not found written in the book of life was cast into the lake of fire. Man said, these Sunday school Christians are laughable. They actually believe their imaginary God spoke everything into existence with just words. <laughs> wow, how stupid. Now you have the record.